When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Scotty Sattler, NRL Nation, uh, former NRL Premiership player. Uh, former Queensland Origin player as well, and a very good friend of this show has been good enough to jump on to wrap up Magic Round. Scotty, hello, mate. Hello, Sammy. Yeah, it was a, a great weekend. Uh, it's a great spectacle for rugby league. Shame that it's been dampened by the the crowd fight on night one, and and I bring it up only because a, a, a man that can lay claim to what you can as being someone who played for Queensland, he had his arm in a sling, and yet he and his son were um, essentially assailed um, in a pretty unsavoury incident on night one and it seemed to hang over the round uh, for the rest of the week in terms of what was being reported out of Magic Round. Yeah, Owen Cunningham, former Origin player, was, yeah. uh, whose son was involved in it. Yeah, the, the one you're, the former player that you're alluding to, Sammy, he, he jumped in to try and sort of drag his young bloke out. He's, his young bloke copped a bit of a beating actually and yeah. and uh, Owen Cunningham who we know as OJ he was he he got sat on his backside as well at one stage there it looked really uncomfortable it wasn't good to watch uh, many were asking where was the security there was security around just standing watching waiting for the police to turn up uh, which was disappointing and I suppose questions will be asked so yeah when you look at the I suppose the good the bad and the ugly from the weekend Sam that was probably the only ugly part of the weekend was was that that fight on the Friday night and yeah, you know, I suppose the downside to these these big festivals of any sport when you bring everyone together, it's a melting pot, and and there's yeah you know, obviously the drinking that goes on beforehand before you actually get to the stadium, and then and then um, obviously everything else just uh, just explodes. So yeah, it was yeah you know, it was it was a real damper on the entire weekend, but um, I think in context of it, Sammy, I thought I thought it was you know quite a small a small part of what was a terrific weekend. Absolutely. And and the action on the field was incredible and, and, and heaps to talk about. The, the Broncos' performance against Manly, uh, they're in the seventh now, the Broncos. Adam Reynolds has proven to be one of the worst decisions that South's made and one of the best decisions <laughs> that the Broncos have made. He is leading that team brilliantly in a 38-0 to nil win over Manly. And Kevy Walters, I think, is just finally starting to get some consistency from this Broncos side. Well, he had a really good young team with potential, but they just didn't have enough games under their belt. You know, there's a really good saying in rugby league, one of our greatest coaches, Tim Sheens, that you need at least 50 NRL games to really understand wh- what your identity is in the game and in the team and feel comfortable week in, week out. And now they've got a lot of these really young, good young forwards that have come through their junior development systems. They've now reached sort of 40, 50, 60 games. Now they're starting to feel okay. Now they just needed a sheriff. They just needed a general to get out there and say, guys, this is how we can win a game. This is how we can control the momentum of the game and just do what I say and I'll take you to the promised land. And, and that's exactly what Adam Reynolds has done. He's he's come in as that sheriff and he's just dictated terms and you know, without a doubt the most astute signing yeah. uh, over the off-season by the Broncos. I mean, they gave a 31-year-old a three-year contract. He's got no, he's known to have a bad lower back and hamstring injuries. 
but they just know that $900,000 they're going to give him a year. It's, it's actually going to be a really good succession plan for after he retires. Storm have been breaking all kinds of scoring records to start off the year. It came to a crashing halt against your old mob, the Panthers, Scotty Sattler. 32-6 uh, to six win for the Panthers to uh, clinch top spot or, or, get, or take top spot on the NRL ladder. They were bound for a fall at some stage, a storm, but I was surprised that the, the fall was uh, so drastic, even against a team yeah. as good as the Panthers. Yeah, I expected it, Sammy. I, I knew that without Jerome Hughes and especially Ryan Pappenhausen, leading point scorer, he scored more points individually than two of the NRL clubs, as like yes, the entire team. 12 tries and then all of his... Conv- yes. Tigers. So, you know, it's. I always thought that Melbourne were going to get beaten on the weekend. I thought they were going to get beaten quite convincingly. Um, and I think Craig Bellamy really summed it up after the game. He said, maybe we haven't been going as good as what everyone thought we were. And, you know, they're beating everyone by 70 and 40 and 30. And then all of a sudden they got some injuries and some key injuries as well. And Remus Smith in the centres as well as part of, you know, Hughes and Pappenhausen. And, and Penrith just, you know, they were full strength. So that was always going to happen. And I don't think it's a bad thing. It's okay. I, you know, they won't stress too much about it. They'll, they'll know that when no. they get back to their full contingent, they'll be, they'll be flying again. Uh, Cowboys, I think, is is the, the, the greatest turnaround from a side's fortunes that I can remember seeing in the NRL in quite some time. 15th, they finished last year, didn't they? And uh, they're now into third. Uh, they had a 36-12 win against the Tigers who are struggling, but Todd Payton's really uh, turned this team around, and he and Jason Tomalolo, the skipper, have got on the same page, and uh, they're playing great footy. They are. Yeah, worst defensive team last year, conceded the most amount of yep. points, and and now this year, one of the best, uh, sitting third in the on the ladder at the moment. He's a really good coach, Toddy Payton. He's a, an intelligent, articulate coach. He's, mm. a, he's a popular guy away from the media. He's got a terrific personality. And I'm glad for him. You know, I, I picked the Cowboys to win the wooden spoon this year. So I, along with a lot of other people, got real egg on our faces. And uh, Toddy Payton and his playing group, are, you know, again, they've made a really astute signing. Chad Townsend for like reportedly 800000 a year, which... What he gives you on the field, you probably think, well, that's massive overs. Why yeah. are you paying that much? But he is educating young players. You know, he's a premiership when he plays. He's educating young players like Tom Deed and Scott Drinkwater. Mm. You go and play footy, I'll worry about the rest. And they're reaping their rewards from it. So it just comes down to one real astute signing about how much of a, you know, how much they can dictate a change in a club. And uh, from, a, I suppose, a sadder point of view, a, a great of his generation of the game in Trent Barrett, who... Uh, it was with the, the, the Bulldogs this year, and a few weeks ago, I think the writing was on the wall for a lot of people when Gus Gould takes over training, as Gus Gould tends to want to do. And uh, Trent Barrett's walked away uh, and stood down um, from that coaching position, eerily similar to the fact that the situation we had in the AFL this week when Leon Cameron did yeah. that uh, mm-hmm. out west as well uh, with, the, with the GWS Giants. But it, fascinating that Gus Gould said, actually, we weren't going to get rid of him. So what, what, what's the story here from your perspective, Scotty? I'm not a big fan of, of coaches, whether they leave or whether they're sacked. I'm not a big fan mid-season. I, I really mm. think that at least get them to the end of the season and, and reassess everything that's happened from that point of view. You know, I've got no doubt that Leon Cameron and Trent Barrett have had a you know, pretty open and frank and candid conversation with whoever is the most powerful person in that club. And and I think the message would be clear is you know, we'll give the ability to walk away on your own terms and we'll pay you what you're owed and you walk away with respect and hopefully get another job down the track. Uh, Anthony Griffin was a great example of that. He got 
sacked by the Broncos for Wayne Bennett returning. He held. He was so humble. And then he got another job. And then at the Penrith Panthers. And then Phil Gould got rid of him from the Penrith Panthers. He was very humble again and got a job at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. So I think with Trent, you know, he's highly respected in the game. He was a wonderful rugby league player. He's a wonderful guy. Maybe head coaching is not his, not his gig. Maybe he's a really good assistant coach. Or maybe he goes to the UK Super League as a coach. Not quite sure. But what I do know is that um, it was always, like you said, Sammy, the writing was on the wall. And... Um, I wish it was at the end of the year, but in saying that, um, now they've got the, the envious job of um, trying to find someone who's going to fill that space. And it's a, you know, it's a club that's got it's a poison chalice as well. And and when you've got the aura and someone as intimidating as Phil Gould looking over your shoulder, it's, there's only going to be a very special person who will take that role on. Yeah, well said. Hey, thanks so much for wrapping up Magic Round for us, Scotty. I think it's one of the great initiatives in Australian sport, yeah. especially when you've got a state like Queensland does. And, and for AFL, like, you know, South Australia does at times, Western Australia and, uh, and well, Tasmania, we know, who sort of feel a bit underappreciated and underloved uh, by the code itself. So to take a full round up to Suncorp, it's a brilliant idea. The fans love it. The state loves it. The city loves it. Uh, and there's been some great footy and some big stories to come out of it. Thanks for wrapping it up for us, Scotty. Sammy, I could just see AFL at Marvel Stadium over three days. It'd be outstanding. <laughs> There'd be a few coaches that would hate that, and they're based in Melbourne. Uh, anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> another time. Good on you, mate. See you, Sammy. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.